0: The evidence that has been presented thus far and admittedly we haven't had much time to go through it has been uh, biblical Uh, and that's because the only evidence that there is available uh, that can come close to proving the bodily resurrection of christ is biblical you have the gospels and you have the epistles there are uh, references it seems in in some historical documents such as the writings of josephus the first century jewish uh, historian however the historical consensus is very plainly that this was uh, a forgery by later christian writers Um, it's very clear that josephus wouldn't have written about uh, jesus rising from the dead and being christ as a jew Um, so the vast majority of historians reject that out of hand in fact
1: Okay, so first clip here on Josephus. So, Josh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I guess we should have probably figured this out off stream, but I mean, here we are. No worries. I think perhaps I could say a few
0: things just to kind of framework this kind of perhaps the first part of this. A response, Mm -hmm. and maybe I think that a very interesting thing that we always have to ask ourselves, especially when we're using historical sources, is, is what exactly is the point of the historical source? Because sometimes you look at a historical source and we're saying, well, this source is here to give us the full picture exactly what happened. That's not always how historians use sources. We sometimes like to use a small part of a source, maybe even just one phrase of a primary source, and say, well, that's good evidence for this part of my argument. Then I'll bring in something else from another part of the argument. So we really have to think about, is Josephus being used by, um, I think, uh, Alex's opposition? I forgot who's he debating, but he, his opposition, is he using the source as his entire thing to say, well, because Josephus says Jesus resurrected, that Jesus must have resurrection, or is he using that source as a support for one of his small premises in his overall argument? And that's just something we want to keep in mind when we are using historical sources.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's super good. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read the full Josephus quote here, and this is the like more later one. So I think Alex, just right off the bat, he's wrong, but I think most scholars agree that there's some forgery involved in this quote but there's a historical core. I think that's what the consensus is. What I want to do here is just to add on to Josh's read the quote and talk about why there's good reason to think that there is some historical core to this Josephus quote. So here's the quote about this time there lived Jesus, a wise man, if indeed one ought to call him a man for he was, he was one who performed surprising deeds and was a teacher of such people as accept the truth. Gladly. He won over many Jews and many of the Greeks he was the Messiah and when upon this accusation of the principal men among us, Pilate, had condemned him to a cross. Those who had first come to love him did not cease. He appeared for them spending a the third day restored to life. For the prophets of God had foretold these things and a thousand other marvels about him. And the tribe of Christians so-called after him has still not to this day disappeared. So there's obviously things here that point to like some like later Christians adding on, like talking about like, Jesus rising from the dead. Like I don't think Josephus a Jew is going to like admit to that, but there is good reason to think that there is like an authentic core. And I do want to say a lot of like what I'm about to say I found through like looking at different resources, especially if you go to Belief Map, it's a website like like Jenta. He has a lot of stuff on this Josephus quote. So you can check that out. But one argument to think that this quote is like has some historical core is the non Christian phrasing. So if you look up, you can just pull up this quote. You can look it up on like Google or whatever. <laughs> Famous last words. It says there's there, there's things here that point that like a non-christian originally wrote this like say josephus so first christians dip- typically didn't find jesus as just jesus but rather jesus christ or christ uh, if you remember jesus is the christ the one who fulfills the prophecies according to christianity but in this josephus quote all you have is jesus so it's just a hint that like maybe there's some non-christian elements here um josephus says that jesus is a wise man which is a lower view of jesus than the christians are going to have so again like pointing to like not just a Christian forgery. He says that he's a doer of wonderful works, which is not how Christians are typically going to refer to Jesus. Like they're going to refer to him as the Messiah, the incarnated son of God, like things like this, uh, the the savior of the world, not just a wise man. That's a very low view of Jesus if it's a completely forged quote. Um, Jesus didn't win the Greeks. His followers did. So this is something like Josephus talks about in this quote, how um, Jesus wins the Greeks, but Jesus didn't really win many Greeks. If you read like the gospels, it's more of his followers who go and share the gospel with the Greeks. Um, And finally, a tribe of Christians is not like a Christian perspective on these things. So this is just totally like made up by Christians. Like, why does he call them the tribe of Christians? This isn't how Christians would view themselves. So at least like my conclusion, which is like, I think the general like scholarships consensus is just that there's added, they, that, the christians added to this but there is a historical core um from which josephus is drawing about jesus so yeah i
0: completely agree with the idea and i i think if we turn and i think if we could build on a bit more it's like you look at other sentences and in, in the same quote that you've read and it's like Pilate had condemned him to a cross this is this is clearly not um a, a statement which is about oh he just heard this from um the christians the reason for this is because If we look at other works, and and I think Alex might have missed out on responding to the other works surrounding the divinity or at least the situation of Christ at the time, like your Tacitus, like your Justin Martyr, like your Tertullian, they also talk about different parts of the resurrection narrative and provide very good evidence for uh, a certain case of an argument. And and I, I think this perfectly ties in with our kind of thoughts that these arguments or these sources should not mainly be used just to say that these are directly the same as what we see in the Bible, but rather they are representing or they are supporting certain aspects of what we see in the Bible. And just a quick kind of framework that we can just bear in mind as we go through this video is kind of the idea that Tacitus, a greatly Roman, uh, anti- almost an anti-Christian source, does recognize that Jesus did exist, that Jesus had a sense of divinity, that Jesus was indeed crucified, and that the disciples believed in a resurrection. If we turn to Josephus, we figure out that Jesus most likely died because we see that well, in Josephus, a lot of people who were crucified and indeed taken down and sent into great care were actually seen and were actually accepted as, well, most of them, those people died as well. So even if you had great care after being crucified, you'll most likely die. So Jesus probably died if he didn't have great care and got thrown into a tomb for three days. So, and if we could look at further sources in Josephus as well, and these are using sources which are completely unrelated to the ones that uh, they're talking about. We know that Jesus was buried. How do we know that? Well, in the Jewish war, another work of um, Josephus, we see that Josephus says that even the enemies of the Israelites were buried. They buried crucified criminals, which gives us very, very good reason to know that Jesus was buried. Note that that burial might not be the burial we see in, in, in the Bible, but but at least it's pointing towards some sense of a burial of Jesus. So we have this idea that different parts of the resurrection argument or the account for the resurrection... Are supported by a variety of different sources. And it's not just about, oh, this is just Josephus's a discussion which has been kind of debunked or de I, I'm not sure a good better word for it, but mm-hmm. but there's another word which has been dismissed. There are a lot of other things which support certain areas of of the argument, and when we look at it from a historical perspective, we, we can see that these so-called problems are not actually problems in the bigger picture.